0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the 3D Parent Podcast. Okay, parents, listeners, we have made it to the end of perhaps the longest year in all of our lives. This honestly, I mean, 2020, bye-bye. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is how to create family connection through New Year's Eve and day fun rituals, and ways to reflect and connect as a family. Now, these, of course, are ideas that you could use any year on New Year's. And there's a lot of ideas that I'm going to suggest today. And the idea is not for you to stress yourself out and add more to your plate, but maybe just to think about how to make this particular New Year's celebration, one to remember, one that your family can look back on. 2020 was a rough year for probably all of us. I know for me, I hit some real new levels of lows for me personally, just coping with life through this pandemic, through all the turmoil, through the remote learning, through having the whole family home, working from home, learning from home, trying to keep things moving through this real heightened level of stress and turmoil. It's been hard, and it has brought me to my knees on many, many times. And I'm looking towards this new year as an opportunity for optimism that maybe hasn't really been there as much, or at least not very probable for the last several months as I've just kind of been losing steam So, here's a great opportunity to kind of hit reset and plan a really nice, special celebration for the end of a year, something that is always significant and worth marking. But this year in particular, I think there is an invitation for all of us to really have some intention behind how we go about celebrating the end of one year. And I think we're all ready to celebrate the end of 2020. And then Welcome in a new year full of hope and renewal and new intentions um, in the new year. So I have ideas, both things that are fun and games, and also ideas of how you can kind of introduce a little bit of ritual and reflection into what you do this year for New Year's Eve and or New Year's Day. So my first suggestion, if you have little kids, keeping them up till midnight may not be your idea of fun. It certainly was not my idea of fun when my kids were really little. Um, So if you have little kids, really little kids, my first suggestion is that you might instead of having a New Year's Eve celebration, instead have it be a Noon Year's Eve. You could do the same thing. You can have a countdown, you can have the noisemakers, you could have party hats, you can have a countdown and a celebration. It just happens at 12 p.m. on New Year's Eve day versus a.m. Just an idea to kind of mix it up and have something that the little ones could look forward to. Idea number two, Netflix. If you have Netflix, they actually have and have had for the last several years, this is just new to me. They have a kids countdown and many different programs and characters, both animated and live action family shows, host various types of countdowns. You know, the big ball drop moment for your kids. So you can get on Netflix and look at the different offerings they have. Maybe there's a favorite show or series that you or your children love that would make it a really fun kid-friendly way to count down and celebrate New Year's Eve or Noon Year's Eve if you're going to go that route. So check that out and see if that might be something that you want to do with your kids. Tip three, plan a family sleepover, kind of the old-fashioned forts, sleeping bags, flashlights, blankets, throw up some, um, tend to have them indoors, and have a family sleepover. Watch movies, eat popcorn, and all sleep out on the living room floor wherever you have in your house or home a space that you could all have a sleepover together. Idea number four, pop the bubbly. <laughs> so obviously it is a tradition for adults to drink a little champagne or sparkling wine on New Year's Eve at midnight. Well, let's not leave the kids out of it. Although, of course, let's choose an option that is non-alcoholic. So there's the obvious ideas, things like sparkling cider. I know my kids adore Martinelli sparkling cider. Or you can make kid-friendly special occasion New Year's mocktails. Also, of course, a great idea for anybody in your family who maybe is an adult but also chooses not to drink alcohol. Um, So... I did a little research, and I found a list of kid-focused mocktails on a website called formodernkids.com. I've included um, a link to that website in my show notes, and they have recipes for all kinds of mocktails that I'm sure kids would just drool over. Some of the ones that I noticed, I think my kids would adore cotton candy mocktail. Now, this honestly sounds kind of nasty to me, but I think my little girls who adore cotton candy would love it. You actually start off with an actual wad of cotton candy in the cup, and then you pour strawberry soda on top of it, and the cotton candy kind of melts and oozes, leaves a little bit of a sugar rim on the glass, and then the rest of it kind of mixes it in with a soda to create a drink. And there's a few more items that you put into this particular mocktail, but I think that's one that kids would think is fantastic, especially making it, turning the cotton candy into a liquid. There's another one they had on this website, winter mocktail milk shooters, kind of like the jello shooters that maybe you threw back um, back in the day in college years. They have a similar one for kids, although it's opaque in white. It includes milk, or maybe it just looks milk. Um, but it's really cute. It's got sprinkles on top, and it looks like you know winter colors. Another one they had was watermelon kiwi sparkler. That one looked really yummy to me, and not necessarily as perhaps sickeningly sweet as the cotton candy mocktail. There's another cute one: festive shark slushy which was a blue slushie and it had those little shark gummies floating on top. I know my kids would love those. They love those shark slushies. So if you're going to use this idea and pop the bubbly or some type of a mocktail with your children, pull out those fancy champagne flutes that usually are reserved for once or twice a year when Adults are maybe enjoying a glass of champagne or sparkling um, cider and bring that out and have it be something that you do with your kids as well. Maybe if they're not teeny tiny and might drop a expensive crystal champagne flute, but make it special for the kids too. This is an opportunity where they can kind of rise to the occasion and you can give them special to drink out of and then give them that mocktail or sparkling cider, and you can all do a toast together at New Year's or whenever you're celebrating it that day. Idea number five, make New Year's decorations and crafts. My kids love crafting, and so I did a little bit of research into New Year's-themed crafts that you could do together to kind of pass the day and prepare to celebrate the new year. Um, there were some templates. Again, I've included resources to all these ideas in my show notes. So, after listening, if you think, "Oh my gosh, I want to grab that mocktail recipe and maybe this idea or template to make this um, craft," just go to my show notes. All of the resources are listed there, as well as some of the inspiration for some of these ideas I'm sharing today. If you go there, you can find links to all these things, and you don't have to go searching around yourself. I've done the work for you. So ideas for decorations and crafts. The first is homemade DIY party hats. And there were lots of ideas. The link that I'm giving you in the show notes is 10 ideas and templates. There were really cute ideas for making these homemade party hats. One was made with chalkboard paper so that kids could sign each other's or decorate each other's uh, party hats to wear that day. Another idea was one that was made with feathers, and it looked kind of like a one of those fascinators that they wear in England um, on a headband. And there was also a really cute template for party crowns that, that you could make. Um, way more other ideas beside that, including the old-fashioned style um, ones that are shaped like cones. Another idea that you could do with your kids is make paper plate noisemakers. So for this, you just need a paper plate, some paints, and then something to put inside like beans or beads or maybe some small pieces of dried pasta. And then some ribbons, any ribbons or decorations you got left over from holiday packages. And so you paint the paper plate to make it a fun festive color. And then you go ahead and put all of the noisemakers on the inside and then glue the ribbons that are gonna be hanging out on the outside. Then you kind of sandwich the paper plate noise maker together and glue around the entire perimeter of kind of where the two sides are meeting. And then you're going to need something to kind of help clamp and hold it together while it dries so that you get a really, really clear seal and you don't end up with beans flying over the place when they're getting shaken. Um, so go ahead and put paper clips or maybe you have um, other types of clamps that can kind of hold those sides together while they dry. And then when New Year's comes, your countdown, you hit that, they could be making all kinds of noise and racket. What fun. Um, Okay, another idea that would be really fun to do, this is more of a keepsakey kind of thing to do or something to put in your kid's memory box, is to do some type of a hand handprint or footprint or maybe both. And then once it dries, write over that page the age your child was when the footprint and handprints were taken what their current favorite activities are, interests, their favorite movie, what they want to be when they grow up, and so on. It would just be a fun thing to do to kind of say, here's where you were at the end of 2020. And then this might become an annual tradition. You could see how much your child grows from year to year and be something that you do to kind of record where your child is at each new year. Hey there, parents. Are you tired of feeling like your kids are in charge at home, negotiating, demanding, and generally calling all the shots? Well, then I have a free resource for you called 10 Steps to Get Back in Charge of Your Kids. Just click the link below to download your own copy. Let's get you back in the driver's seat. Idea number six is to take funny Family photos with photo props. Now, these, of course, are something that you can make yourself or you could buy. If you just do a search for photo props, New Year's photo props, there's all kinds of cute ones. I know that we have a retail store, Paper Source nearby where we live that sells boxes of photo props. So then what you need to do is just create kind of like a makeshift photo booth, hang a plain solid white sheet in the background have a basket of these photo props out and then something to take pictures with. Phones work great and have your kids shoot away, take all kinds of fun, silly pictures. This will be a really great thing to look back on when your kids are older and a fun way to kind of mark a special occasion like New Year's Eve. Idea number seven is to have an epic game night. Now, my kids adore game nights. And you certainly could play any games, just your typical favorite family board games would be great. Or you could try classic party classics or ones that are really themed around New Year's. My kids love doing charades when we take family trips together. That's one that all kids of all different ages in my family enjoy to play. But there are more ideas that are even more creative that took another little internet search for me to find. And those are games that are Kind of the minute to win it type games where there's some type of task that has to be accomplished within a minute you set a timer and then each person gets to compete and see um who gets the most of whatever or accomplishes the most or break the family into teams if you have a larger family um, some, some ideas based around new year's again A big list of many more ideas tied to Minute to Win It themed New Year's games are in the show notes. But some of the ideas off this website I found were getting a paper plate full of Tic Tacs. And then you have a minute to try and transfer as many Tic Tacs as you can between the two plates using only tweezers. Whoever got the most across wins that round of Minute to Win It. And again, you can prepare for this and it could be a just for fun thing or you can get lots of little prizes. And each winner of each round could get some type of a little fun prize. Um, another minute to win it idea for New Year's is to have paper plates and straws and then M&Ms or Skittles or other really small candies. And you got a minute to try and transfer as many of those candies from one plate to the other using just a straw and air suction. So you have to suck up and get the uh, candy to attach to the end of the straw and then transfer it to the other plate. Whoever can transfer the most in a minute would be the winner. Another fun idea um, off that website is a ball drop idea where you take an empty tissue box attached to your waist where the, the tissue box would be on your back with the opening at the top, and then you poke holes in the side to put a belt through to kind of attach in it so it stays attached to your back and then put balls inside the box and then um, the goal is to see if within a minute's time if you can get a ping pong ball put in the, the tissue box to come out and you have to do so by you know shaking it shimming it doing handstands doing whatever you can to try and get the ball to come out Um, I can imagine all kinds of crazy antics to get it to come out. Um, And then another idea that I thought was really fun, this is more of a team um, effort for this minute to win it idea, which is, uh, I think they called it don't look back pom pom game, where you have a bunch of pom poms, and then you have a New Year's party hat turned upside down so the opening is at the top and then one person on the team is facing away, and the person behind them is throwing pom-poms over the top, and the person has to try and catch them inside the party hat. And whichever team catches the most pom-poms inside their hat at the end of the minute, they're the winners. So again, fun ideas to add some good, old-fashioned competition to your family, and to mix it up with some games and activities that maybe you haven't done before, Many of these take really, really little prep to pull off, but enough prep that you might have to grab yourself, you know, both M&Ms or TikToks or pom-poms, pom um, Tacs or pom-poms to be able to pull off. Idea number eight, and this is getting into a little bit more of that reflective time that a lot of people like to do. You ta- A lot of people talk about making New Year's resolutions, um, And a lot of people just kind of choose a goal out of the hat and say, that's my New Year's resolution. Next year, I'm going to try this or I'm going to do this. Well, making an intentional kind of time to reflect with your family and sit down and think about making New Year's resolutions at every age level that might be appropriate for your kids together and model for your kids or provide them with a roadmap on how to actually make a New Year's resolution could be really great. Um, I put a link to a printable worksheet that's intended for younger kids, and it is to help kids come up with some type of a goal for the year that will be their resolution. And on this, it has a list of, this year I will try blank. I will do more blank. I will do less blank. And these are my priorities. So it gives your younger children a chance to kind of reflect and, okay, I wanna try this and I wanna do more reading and do less fighting with my sibling. Those are the goals I hope my children have. <laughs> so, but your kids and your family might have other goals. And then, what are my priorities? What I wanna try and really prioritize this year? And then after your child has done that little initial brainstorm, they've reflected, they can look at that and come up with their number one goal, and that ends up being the resolution they write on the top of this little worksheet. And so then after everybody's kind of spent some time reflecting, they can go around and share what they chose as a resolution. If you have older kids, and this idea is borrowed from one of my closest friends who she and her family from a pretty young age, they've had a practice of doing a lot of writing and sharing what they've written together as a family. One of the things that she does, and her kids are older now, they're both um, kind of teenagers, young teenagers to mid-age teenagers, and what they do is they kind of sit down with journals, and they go through and answer a list of a bunch of reflective questions about the year, about the past year, and also thoughts and goals they have for the new year, And after they spend a good amount of time writing and being very intentional with their thoughts, they share them together. And it's a really bonding time for them. And I just really admire that they have done this for so many years. And it's become something their whole family really values, sharing kind of these thoughts that they have. And they make a point of doing this each year at New Year's. And they also write about their hopes and their dreams for the new year, which is also really great because then they have the opportunity to kind of hold each other accountable and kind of check in with them. How are you doing on your goals and so on? And she said that has been helpful in the past to have a set of questions to answer. And these are the questions she shared with me that she and her family used for reflection last new year's. Number one, what made this year unforgettable? Two, what did you enjoy doing this year? Three, who or what have you been the most grateful for? Four, what was your biggest win this year? Five, what did you read, watch, listen to that made the biggest impact? Six, what did you worry about most and how did it turn out? Seven, what is your biggest regret and why? Eight, what's one thing that has changed about yourself? Nine, what surprised you the most this year? And 10, if you could go back to January 1st, what suggestions would you give your past self? I really love these questions and how they kind of ask of the reader to kind of really reflect back and spend some time doing something that we rarely make time for in our modern world to really reflect and think about, you know, what this year has been for them, the good and the bad, the challenging and the successes, and then um, moving forward and thinking about in the future what they might want this next year to be and their hopes and dreams for this next year. And then my 10th idea, also inspired by the same friend, they is to have some type of a bonfire and a ceremonial letting go of the old year and old baggage from the previous year and to write them down on pieces of paper write down things that you want to let go of, things that are no longer serving you, and then you throw them into the fire. And as you kind of release them into fire, you state them out loud so everybody else around you can hear them and then kind of be witness to you as you're letting these things go. So again, these things might be more appropriate for older children, although I could see my younger kids, ages six and eight, also getting into this idea of writing down things they want to let go of from the previous year, particularly this year that has been so incredibly challenging during this pandemic. So I think um, the ideas I've suggested today could happen really any day, but I think being really intentional this year on building in some ways to kind of connect as a family, both through fun and games, but also through some rituals and some ways to be reflective could be a really wonderful way to kind of add a significance that really is warranted given the year we've all had and to kind of help your family close that chapter and then open up this new book of possibilities for the new year. I hope you've had something today that's resonated with you that you can maybe take and do with your family for your own New Year's celebrations. Again, I've included the links and inspiration and research I did on many of the ideas I suggested today in my show notes. So look there if any of these things are things that you want to try with your family. And take care, and I will talk to you again in the new year. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to the 3D Parent Podcast. I hope it has provided you with the inspiration you need for building stronger relationships with your children and trusting your instincts when it comes to parenting. If you have a parenting question you'd like answered on the podcast, or if you'd like one-on-one parent coaching, head over to the3dparent.com and click the contact tab to send me your question. If today's discussion empowered your parenting, please be sure to subscribe to the show, leave a rating and a review. Also, I'd love to connect with you on social media. So take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at the 3D parent. I look forward to meeting you here again next week on the 3D parent podcast.